Okay, so I recently just woke up to in the midst of just, you know, drifting off into sleep. I saw, like, I just heard, like, the gist of a conversation. It sounded like my sister and her cousin, excuse me, my sister planning to follow me out of the States. And her cousin asking her mother, which is my sister's auntie, if she can go, like, just bargaining with her it would only be eight hours like i think she said something like no you have school or something like that and when i heard this i was just like you know okay so she's she already said she would and i already heard them planning it and i even heard her ask my mother if she would keep her daughter you know whenever this you know did happen and this was the day the night before i uh schedule my passport appointment so I realized like you know this definitely I've already you know been hearing these things and they say a lot of stuff but you know and I know I've said that a lot of times so at this point somebody would say well it's logical to just believe them when they talk when if they're saying a lot of stuff but like it's complicated but it's not if they know you're listening and you believe them then they'll start telling a lot of lies and if they know that you don't believe anything they say, then they may tell the truth or they may lie. If they know that you're trying to figure out or um, discern which whether they're lying or telling the truth, then they'll just fight you and do all kinds of other weird stuff to keep you from figuring out the truth. So it's so com- it's complicated, but it's it's really not that complicated though. But regardless of anything, you know, if I'm being followed out of the states, you know. Like, that's an indication that, you know, like, I don't know how to explain it. Because just to be followed out of the States just so that you can continue to harass me with witchcraft and whatever else that it is that you are doing, that is, you know, psychotic, past psychotic. I already knew this whole situation was psychotic, but it's just like... You know, it's dangerous. I don't know how to explain. Like, now I'm debating whether, you know, do I run away? Do I, you know, disappear? Do I, you know, allow this person to follow me out of the States and then see what happens? You know, it's frustrating because. I also heard something else. I heard I heard someone say, and they said it was LeBron, but I don't know if it was really LeBron because they've been pretending to be a lot of people, you know, so I don't know. And this person said, saved your life just to kill you. That's what they said seconds, no minutes, after I prayed for hours until my knees bled and she was delivered that day of a witch the person says save your life just to kill you and that's how the prophecy goes I guess that's what they said or something like that so when I heard that I said save their life just to kill her I'm gonna kill her 
what? No, I will never kill her. Why would I get on my knees and do all of this stuff, you know, praying to God, crying, you know, trying to save her life? If I was going to kill her, I could have just done that and it saved me a whole year. At that point, it was just a year. It's been almost two now. So it didn't make sense. But at the same time, they started, like, twisting the words around and lying again. When I heard that, I was like, saved her life just to kill. No, they said saved your, saved her life just to leave or saved her life just to, you know, have to save it again or something like that. They were saying all kinds of stuff to try and confuse what I said. You didn't hear that? That's not what you heard. And... I just, I, I couldn't believe it. Like I said, they say a lot of stuff. And sometimes it feels like the only time any there's any validity to anything that they say is when I actually believe it. So a lot of times I just don't believe what they're saying. And I don't pay, I don't feed into it. I know I won't kill her because, like, it's so, it's so frustrating. But, you know... I realize in this situation, I can't call the police. The police is not on my side. Like I said, there's a wicked organization. They are, you know, controlled by the same witchcraft she's using, which a lot of different organizations are. And people like clearly the pastor of the church I went to, that's very far. You know, um, the bank, the hospitals any anything anybody I could call they're pretty much controlled so it's it's very deep and like I don't I don't want to have to kill her I don't I don't want to do that like I feel like if I kill her I'll go to jail for the rest of my life but if it's the other way around they'll just get away with it because they're it's witchcraft and, like, God said, vengeance is mine. I can't do that. I can't kill her because God will probably let me go to jail for the rest of my life because I took it into my own hands, I'm pretty sure. You know, which sounds so unfair. But, you know, it's fine because I can't predict what God would do. But at the same time, like, I can't lie in this moment. I'm just wondering where he is. I really am. I'm wondering where he is because it feels like, when I'm fighting to pray to him, that's not him. Almost it feels like he's leaving me in this situation. And I don't understand it. I don't. But also, I heard the same person say another thing. So I was praying around this time, fasting and praying a lot. And I was starting to slack off, but this is around the time I was really fighting, fighting my hardest, trying my best. And all I know is one day I heard the same person, which they said is LeBron, but I don't know if it's actually LeBron, said, you know, all I know is I heard my sister say, like, like I don't know, it's not like he said, why do I have to still be here? Or not, why do I have to still be here? But, like, just kind of, like, almost complaining about still having to be here watching me, like, just, like, do really almost nothing. You know, still praying and fasting, but I was, like, slacking off. And that's when I think it was my sister 
who said, I'll just say the witch, because, like, I can't imagine calling, you know, somebody, my sister, that's literally trying to kill me every day. So, you know, so the witch was just like, you know, why are you still here? Like, if you say that that was, you know, what was supposed to happen, that's the only thing you're supposed to be here for or helping to do, why are you still here? And then this person says, because you knew that you were supposed to stop after your deliverance. And because you keep going, that must mean the next thing is going to happen or something like that. And the next thing is my life gets saved again. He's supposed to save my life twice in this situation. The first time was a car accident. They flipped my car. I probably could have died, but I felt him and I did see LeBron, but at the same time, I don't know if that was LeBron. They could have been showing themselves as LeBron. Like, they can show up as anybody they want to. There is witchcraft wrapped around me, protecting me in this accident. And he said the second time, she was going to try and kill me. He was going to have to save my life again. And I just saw myself on a gurney at the hospital. Like, that's how it was going to happen something like that, like I'm going to be rushed to the hospital or something like that. But that's going to be the second time he has to save my life. And then I guess he can leave and he can be done with the situation, I guess. But that's what's supposed to happen. And I don't, I don't want it to be bloodshed. I don't want it to get that far. I almost feel like maybe I should just go, you know, maybe I should just leave. But that's the point, you know, if I'm going to leave and they're going to follow me, you know, then of course it will probably have to end in bloodshed because I can't, you know, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to just die? I'm supposed, I'm supposed to just let you, like when somebody walks away from you and walks away from a situation, you have to let it go. You have to let it go because whatever it is you feel like you've done, you won when they walked away. Okay, that's it. Feel like you want. Because why would you let the situation go that far? If you follow somebody out, and I've been taught this my whole life, you follow somebody out, you're risking a lot. You you follow behind somebody when they don't when they want to be left alone when they're walking away, you're risking a lot. Because it doesn't matter whether they're sane or crazy or whatever. If somebody walks away from something and you pursue them, you're you're almost not even giving them a choice because it gets to the point where it's like their life is in danger. Like, it, that's self-defense in most states. If you follow somebody, that's self-defense. So, it's frustrating. But, like, I still don't want that. You know, even if it's legally possible, even if I could legally get away with it or even get away with it with God, I don't want that. That's not what I want. Like, I can't say I want things to just be okay. Like, at this point, that seems naive. But I don't want that. I don't want it to have to go that far. I don't feel like it should have to go that far. I don't feel like, you know... You don't get delivered from 
a situation like that and then keep pursuing someone like that. Like, that's bad. Like, I can't, I can't bank on what God will do, but I, I could almost, you know, most likely he would, most likely it's going to end in my favor. Like, that's not a good idea. It's not smart. So somebody would say, well, then just be okay. Just relax and let God handle it. He'll handle it. Don't do anything, you know, out of the normal. Or I don't just don't take vengeance into your own hands. Just mind your business. Live your life. Let it go. But, like, if I'm deciding I'm going to leave and someone follows me and pursues me, do I really have a choice? Am I left with much of a choice at that point? That's all I want to know. Because somebody else will have been done that. Without you having to do everything, like follow them. And it just feel like this person is getting way too out of control. It's already been completely so far out of control. But I feel like this person is getting completely out of control. Where it's like this situation is like, it's really giving me like... I don't want to say it's giving anything because I don't even like using those terms, but this situation is really making me feel like this is like going to be some snapped or criminal ID channel type stuff, lifetime movie type stuff. Because like, I don't, I don't understand like all these different things is being said and done. And people just watch. And then when blood is shed, I don't know if people will really care. I just don't I don't think nobody will really care. That's why it's so dumb to even, you know, put so much time and energy into the situation on either side. Because, I mean, for me, I'm just praying. I'm just praying. I'm not doing anything else but praying. You know, I didn't do anything. But, like... For the other side of the situation, which I don't really want to speak for what they're doing, I don't know. But at the same time, it's like, it's just going too far. It's going too far. I don't want to have to, I don't want it to have to end up in bloodshed. I never asked for a curse to be put on me. I never asked for, you know, to be put, you know, I never asked to be attacked or, you know, targeted by witches and sorcerers and wizards, warlocks, whatever. I never asked for any of it. And, you know, I know why. It's because of my anointing. And just with that, knowing that alone should tell me that God is going to protect me and make sure I'm okay. But I just don't know if it should go as far as being followed out of the country because, like... I know God won't give me too much more than I can handle, but I I don't know. Sometimes I just wonder how far he will actually let this go. How far is he actually going to let this go? Or is God wondering how far I'm going to let it go? Because it's almost questionable, you know, with the world we live in and all the different things that happen, all the different specific and unique situations, it makes me wonder whether that's what God wants me to do. Like, is that what God wants me to do? Like, is that something he's kind of like 
telling me I need to do? Or is he telling me to leave? You know, and then he'll handle it. I feel like I shouldn't do anything because that's for him to do. The only thing he really ever led me to do was pray for this person and pray over the situation. And I've been doing that for so long. And then this happens. So it tells me that my prayers are being answered. But, you know, in what way? Because you never know the way that God is moving and, you know, maneuvering and handling a situation. You just never know. So he may he may realize that this person will never stop or never quit and almost is leading this situation to end like that because that's probably how it has to. I don't know, though, you know, I don't want to believe that. But I also didn't want to believe that people do stuff like this, that people actually live like this. So I could just be naive in that, in that way where I will have to learn like that. And I don't want it to be like that. I really don't. But I don't understand how far this will go, when it will end, and when God is going to. He's already stepped in, so what is supposed to happen? And then I'm getting clues, like, you know, directly after, you know, I'm, I've delivered her. Literally, not even the next day. Still the same day. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I am shocked. I'm a lot of things. But also sober. And it's still going. Like I remember barely getting up off my knees. And I heard, you ain't do nothing. It's a demon in your house. And there was a demon, like, dancing in my living room. And Jesus said, don't worry about that. So, I really don't know. Because after all of that, if this situation could just keep continuing on like this, like, I really just feel like that may... That may have to happen like that. The future has been predicted before. Clearly, it was predicted. But certain things, I just, I don't know if I can believe. And this same person, which they say is LeBron, but I don't know if it's really LeBron. You know, one day I got up from praying and I was just like, I was so exhausted. And something happened where I said something or did something. I don't know what it was. I thought something, something happened. And I was like, so you can change things. And this wise person, which I believe is LeBron, said small things. And I said, well, what's considered a small thing? 
because me praying on this fur all day about to die doesn't sound like a small thing to me but it may be a small thing to god and i've learned in a situation i don't really consider a lot of these things that i'm going through that i think are big things small things but god knows what those big things and the small things are like for example when i first started feeling this attack from these witches and realizing i was being watched realizing all of this dark energy and realizing what was going on and i was irritated all day and i would pray harder and i would just be irritated and i just pray to god like god why is things getting worse i'm supposed to be getting better and I'm, i'm doing better with you and god said you don't know what i'm protecting you from so clearly it was something so much larger going on that's maybe a considered a big thing but that could still be a small thing to god god is god so i don't know what the small things are considered as i can only imagine that you know the big thing is my life you know life or death situations and clearly since this person is out for my life maybe that's the big thing that can't be changed and the small things are the suffering in between and the arguments and the little things I go through I guess the little things like my food being tampered with and my bank account being tampered with all of my personal things being tampered with and just fighting in the spirit daily I don't know if that's a small thing or a big thing I don't know if these are small things or big things these feel like big things to me because to me it feels like it's mentally compromising but it's probably a small thing to God because he knows I'll be okay and the big thing is that I'm still alive so I try to see it like that I don't know I see it like that but at the same time I'm still trying to understand because also I understand that what matters to us matters to God 10 times more so whatever we feel he feels the hurt the pain everything we feel he feels so if I feel so strongly about this because if you ask me these are big things daily these are big things really and if if it's a big thing to me then is it a big thing to God it doesn't mean that it isn't it doesn't mean that it is so I don't know you know I think it's a big thing that I go out in public and I'm public enemy number one and people are you know attacking me everywhere I go I think that it's a big thing that you know everybody I I would meet or otherwise come into contact with is contributing to this I think that's a big thing but that could be a small thing to God because he could see it like doesn't matter what they're doing they're not able to do what they want to do what they're trying to do which is take your life and that's the big thing it comes down to that things could be worse you could be dead at least you're still alive he's told me that so many different times at least you're still alive and the reason why i haven't really mentioned that is because as much as other things is because like i have been suicidal especially throughout this process and I have wanted to die. And I have felt like dying is better. Almost even if I go to hell. Even though I know that I don't, I don't truly believe that or want that to be true. Because if that were the case, then I wouldn't even be fighting for God. 
you know, but just based off of the circumstances, so many different times I said I'd rather die because everybody I've ever known or feel like otherwise would know is wicked and against me. And not everybody, but most. And others, others can't even get past this situation like to an extent where I feel like I just like I can't bring them with me to show them what's going on you know and feels like I'm the only one there with God a lot of times besides this person or this entity that is targeting me so I don't know but I guess we'll see like this is such a big thing really because it's so many people like God showed me last year it was almost a whole world witnessing this happening and witnessing an attack on my life if almost the whole world could witness a murder and not do anything about it that's a big thing that's a big thing like not one person would have tried to stop someone from murdering me because I could never imagine being on the other side of that and not doing anything about it I couldn't if if I ever got pulled into something, even if I didn't come into it myself, if I ever got pulled into something and I witnessed somebody, you know, everybody attacking someone with the intent of taking their life, I would be dying with them. I would never do that. Never. I don't care how small they try to make it seem or how small they think that person's life is. That's a life. And I, I just could never do that. But in seeing all these different people able to do that, like, that's a big thing. Murder is not small. You know, a life being pulled from this earth, even if just one, is not small. Like, at this point, I don't care what they've done. Like, I couldn't witness a murder and not do anything about it. Like, there's even people who I felt like, you know, I want them to die. I've, I've never wanted somebody to die, though, mind you. But there's even people who it feels like you want to hate. But it's like, I could, I still couldn't witness somebody murdering them. I can't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. So, you know... it's also a new perspective though because I have grown up you know in in rough situations really bad situations and I do realize like maybe I could have witnessed someone dying and would I have done something about it you know like if you're my family member or somebody I felt like the situation was ideal or right. Like, 
maybe this person tried to kill us first or something. Could I witness somebody dying? And I've always known I didn't. I never felt like I could take a life. I feel like that's something I battle with. I battled with that for years. God always puts it on my heart. And I asked him many times, God, if I ever took a life, would you forgive me? Do you forgive murder? And God said, I forgive murder. He forgives everything clearly. But, you know, would you forgive me if I murder someone? And God said, it's complicated. And it's clearly case by case. But why answer that question yourself? If you feel like what on on what terms would you have killed somebody? Are you a murderer? No, you know you're not a murderer. Is murder on your heart? No, you know murder is not on your heart. So what and what under what terms would you have killed somebody? It probably would have been, you know, in defense or maybe an accident or you know like in defense or an accident. And by then, do you feel like you would deserve forgiveness for that? So you can answer that question yourself. And I still couldn't answer it myself because I'm not God, you know? I can't judge it the way he judges it, but pretty much, like, that's, I can get a gist of how that will go, you know? But ultimately, like, I, God has put a lot of things on my heart. I don't know ultimately what happened because I see that these like whoever this is wants to see me at my worst you know really they just want me dead I've heard them say it like I want her dead (laughs) and they said every day I'm going to kill you and even recently they said I'm going to kill you you're going to die um If you stay here, you're going to die. You're just going to die. I'm going to kill you. And I was like, okay, yeah, all right. God's not going to let you kill me, whatever. You know, keep doing what you're doing. You know, not even like trying to provoke them or anything, but just thinking like, you know, can you not see that God is all over this situation and in it? And you really feel like he will let you kill me. You know, he didn't even let the devil kill you. So why would he let you kill me? And this person, all I know is I heard somebody say, they're serious. They're serious. And they're crying for me. So, I don't know. I really don't know. But I trusted God. And I didn't take, I, I ain't going to say I didn't take it serious. I just don't feel like he's going to let you do that. But like I said, you know. You never know because they say the good die young. I've never seen my whole life, my me past 25 years old. Every My whole life I've been asking God about that. God, why can't I see myself past 25 years old? Will I not make it past 25? Am I that going to be that wild of a person? I'm gonna, My life's going to be ended at t- before 25 years old. God said, he never answered that. And I I pretty much 
because I asked so many times, had came to the conclusion thinking that because there was such a heavy demon placed on me at a young age because of who I am, born a demon hunter. And this demon has been on me since a young age in the day, not even a day. This demon has been trying to take my life since a young age, since I was like 12. I have been trying to kill myself. And it almost didn't even make sense to my family. They saw I was bipolar. I was, I've never been bipolar. And it was this demon. And one day, I sat there wishing for death, praying to God, God, please just kill me, just kill me, just kill me. And he said, well, how do you think your family would feel if you died? And I said, you know, so then I wish I never existed. Can't you do anything? And... God said, you are, this is what God said. He said, you're going to die. You're not taking her. You won't last. And this demon said something back to God and said, watch me or yes, I will. This is my life. This is like, you know how demons are. This is my, this is my body. This is my life. I own her. I'm taking her. And then God said, okay. And then he asked me because he was talking and I was like, it's not, he's not talking to me though. I know he's not talking to me, but he's talking to me. Like, but he's not talking to me, but he's talking like to something in me. And then that's when God said, do you want to know your purpose and your destiny? That's when he started talking to me. When I was talking back to God, like, huh, God, what are you talking about? I didn't say this. And God was like, shh. And then that's when he was like, do you want to know your purpose and your destiny? And I was like, sure. But at this time, I'm telling you, I'm so depressed. I'm like, I guess I have a purpose and a destiny. I know I have a purpose and a destiny, but I just didn't feel like I would live to see it. At this point, you have to understand what's going through my mind. Like, I'm going to kill myself. So purpose or destiny, I don't know if it really matters too much, but it does. I know it does if you said it. So then that's when I flashed forward to what happened earlier this year at 12. God showed me. And I didn't know what it was. I just know that I was like, you know, it felt like I was dying. It felt like I was dying. And... When I, when I got back, I was like, <gasps> and I was like feeling like I was dying again. I was so scared and I was so frantic and I was so gone. And I was like, and then God's like, you're okay. And that's when he like put it like, I was okay. But for a second, I was like, no, like, whoa, I was just, I was somewhere else. Like, I was like. I wanted to be like, no, God, no, no, please, please. But I knew I couldn't do that. And I knew that that was going to happen. And that's when God said to me, you're not going to die. And it's coming off of you. And he told the demon, so now you know when you're going to die. And the demon at that point, point was like you know knowing it was true and it was just it felt like looking like oh like 
it already it already hated me already was trying to kill me so i can't say it hated me more it just the demon was just like floored floored where it was just like you know i'm not taking her but i felt that demon just say I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to go way harder now. I'm just going to go harder. I'm going to ruin your life as much as I can. Until that point. And don't think that I won't try every opportunity to take you before that day. It doesn't matter what God said. I'm still trying that. Even though that demon knew that's what was going to happen. And in that moment, I realized it wasn't me. Wanting to die. And wanted to kill myself. Why would it be me? I'm 12 years old. I have no reason to want to die. But. I also realized like. This demon is not leaving until then. So. While I can't fight. I also can't. Like I'm fighting already. I'm already fighting. You have to understand like. I knew it wasn't me. And some people will say, well, then you should have tried harder to fight that demon and say, this is not me. This is not, you know, such and such. I'm telling you. God knew just as well as I know. I was doing what I could. I was doing what I could. And there's no reason any 12-year-old should even have a, a demon like that on them. But God told me that, you know. He said my sister put a demon on me when I was 12 and she's been trying to steal my body ever since I was 12 years old. She's been trying to switch bodies with me because I was raised by my father and had my father in my life and she did it. But I, won't, I wouldn't put it on her because when God spoke to this demon, it wasn't nobody in my family. It was one of Satan's demons. So even if she did that or even if that that is true it's still not her just like that was not me trying to kill myself that was not me that was this demon and you know i just remember how i felt coming up from that man i felt like nothing is really wrong with me nothing i thought you know i hated myself about Nothing I thought I hated about life. Nothing is wrong with me. And God's been saying that the entire time. Nothing is wrong with you. You're fine. And yet still, this demon has such a hold on me that I'm still wanting to kill myself. And tried. And the funny thing about it is, I believe this demon may have been on me since before 12. Because when I was like nine, I took some medicine, but I did not have the intent of killing myself. I just took the medicine because my brother told me it tastes like mint candies. And I took like six of them. And I didn't tell my mom because I didn't want her to get mad. And that's when days later, God just kept saying, drink water, drink water water drink a lot of water but I hated water and by the grace of God like 
we went to the, the hospital, like the emergency room for flu shots. We didn't even take flu shots around that time. But we went for flu shots. And they found it in my system. And they said, she just needs to drink water. She needs to drink a lot of water when she gets home. Make sure she drinks a lot of water. And I drank like half a gallon, but I hated water. And three days later, like I'm seizing up on the couch and my eyes are rolling to the back of my head and I can't even look straight. And I'm rushed to the hospital and then they flushed out of my system and they asked me if I was trying to kill myself. So it's it's crazy because I feel like the demon tried to take me that time. There's no way I would have ever known that those that medicine, taking all that medicine would have killed me. Could have killed me. And I did lie about why I took it only because I didn't want to tell them that I took my brother's medicine because I thought it was candy. But I knew I, I was not trying to kill myself. But then it got to the point where I was. So it seemed harder to believe that. But regardless, though, I believe this demon has been here for a while trying to take my life. Funny how when I took around the time I took this medicine was around a time where I couldn't stop praying for months at a time. All my thoughts all day was a prayer. I just prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. And my my Christmas wish was to stop praying. My Christmas wish was to stop praying. Not because I, you know, the demon or anything, but because I felt tormented by prayer. I just prayed all day to the Lord and I felt tormented by it. I could not think anything else. I can't think about candy or toys. I can't be a normal kid. I just pray all day, all day. I didn't know that God was protecting me and training me for this, this moment in my life. And now, if I pray all day, things happen. Demons fall. You know, God is being lifted up. Things are happening. Like, he's doing so much in my life. Like, and things are coming off of me. Things are coming off of my family members. Things are coming off of other people's family. The world. <laughs> the world. And to imagine like as a kid like no there was nothing else I wanted I could have anything I wanted for Christmas I mean this person wasn't that rich but I could have had anything I ever wanted and the only thing I wanted was to stop praying that's all I wanted I said it so many times like I just want to stop praying I didn't know what to do I didn't know what to do I couldn't stop praying I even prayed to stop praying. So, like, just imagine. Like, it's amazing how everything, you know, my whole life is, like, really manifesting in this moment. And I know, like, I should be on go then, right? 
I should be so for this. I should be on point. I should be doing everything I'm supposed to be doing. But I feel like everything happens for a reason. Because just like when I was nine years old and I was, you know, wanted to stop praying so bad. wanted nothing more than to stop praying. Now I want nothing more than to be done with this situation. But ultimately, when everything turns out in the way God intended it to, I will be thankful and it will all make sense. I had to go through all of that for this. I had to go through years and months on end of not praying, not being able to not pray, excuse me, so that I could be able to pray such a forceful demon away, such a powerful, well, God says not, don't say powerful, but like just such a wicked demon such an evil force that is affecting so many different people's lives he when he made me like he said when I was younger my life was predestined my journey my destiny my purpose predestined all all of it predestined before the stars were formed in the sky before the world was formed and now I'm here and this is happening and I didn't ever want to take back, you know, any of my prayers to God as if I didn't know who God was and did not love him and everything. I just wanted to stop praying because, like, I'm, I was a kid. I'm a kid, you know. I don't know why I can't stop praying. Even when I'm at school and I just want to focus on my studies, I didn't understand why God would be doing that. Because I'm like, God is always telling me how important school is. And I can't even focus on my studies because I'm praying. I can't lie, though. God helped me to focus on my studies, too. But I just realized a lot of times I wasn't able to do anything else but pray. But I realize now nothing was more important. And it's amazing how God even, like, took a lot of my tests for me, did a lot of my homework, and a lot of my schoolwork for me because of it. So, like, it's amazing. But... This is not small. This is not small situation. So, of course, I do feel a lot of times, like, how can people, you know, sit around and watch, you know, me be attacked like this, like, and really allow different things to, it feel like, I don't know, like, watch a murder in progress. And I realized it's because, like, what else can they do? What else can they do, you know? It's sad, but trained up 24 years to take out this very demon in this very situation. And, of course, what can they do? You know, not that they weren't trained up as well. You know, of course, they probably were trained up, you know, as well. I'm sure it's a lot of people who have so many different unique stories. That's what's so amazing about God and his spiritual gifts that he gives and gives and his power. You know, he's amazing. He knows everything and everybody. No one else can do his job like him. And like it is beautiful to see different things. But, um, 
I realize every prayer I've ever prayed is going to come true. And that's kind of scary. Because I prayed a lot of bad things, but that probably wasn't me. So, clearly not those. He's listening to my prayers, not its prayers. So, and I don't want to... I don't want to make it seem like I'm blaming anything on my sister. Like, it's vital information. Who it was they were, this demon was using. But it's not my family. I've said that plenty of times. Plenty of times. God has shown me the spirits behind my family members. He showed me who they really are. Reminded me who they really are. And that's who I fight for very clearly so yeah but I can feel God trying to minimize my mistakes and help me to prevent more pain and strife and struggle I try my best but a lot of times things have to things have to happen but I do keep that on my mind when this person or this like I want to say agent of God, but yeah, agent of God said small things, small things can be changed. So these mistakes, these small mistakes and these daily things I do that I'm putting so much stress, I'm letting allow so much stress on my life for They might be the small things. So, oh, and I was going to say, and last year, everything, I did everything. I ran around everywhere. I, I was here. I was there. I was over there. I was over here. I was everywhere. I've done that my whole life. It's almost, I won't blame it all on a demon, but who knows? And I'm everywhere. I'm, I'm so many different places and I'm so many different things. And I've always known who I really was in my heart. It just didn't translate a lot of times. And all of that to say that those were small things. All those different things I thought were big things, like not going to college and dropping out of high school and just different things that have hindered my life and impacted it I feel like was so big or small things because none of that stopped me from getting to this point everything I've ever done wrong you know dropping out of church not going every Sunday not being in a church family not reading my bible how I should have for so many years not praying as much as I should have not you know being obedient as I should have, make not making less mistakes, not not just like I said, not being obedient and all these different things I've done, all these different things I felt like I wasn't accomplishing and I wasn't and I was less than and I'm not gonna make it. All these other things trying to kill myself, all this other stuff and everything all landed me right here no matter what i did i landed right here 
God said something to me in elementary school. He said, how do you feel about Houston? And I said, uh, isn't Texas the biggest state in the United States? That's cool. Like, what was I supposed to say? I didn't have anything, you know, I felt was significant. I'm from Ohio, you know? And I thought, I did think also, like, it's kind of shaped like Ohio, which is way bigger. But other than that, like, I didn't like I just think back on these different things and I realized how much of a part that they played and so many different things like he's asking me how I feel about Houston and knowing one day I'm going to live there I would have never guessed I would have never guessed because at this point I don't think I had even not had been out of the states just once for like a couple hours I had never lived outside of my state let alone my hometown and wow, like just seeing this, I would have never even picked Houston. I would never pick Texas because I could have never guessed. Oh wow. did that for a reason I knew he was saying something too I knew God was saying something because he's like how you feel about this and when he does that every time he's done that in my life I'm like what are you trying to say what are you getting at I know he's not going to tell me if he was he just tell me but like I'm like hmm at the same time I thought not really much of it because I'm pretty sure when more things start happening, a lot of more memories are going to rush back from God doing that. He's done it my whole life. And I remember I asked God, I said, God, I pray so much. I said, God, what college should I go to? What college? It was one day they were like picking colleges. I never thought about it. This is middle school. And I'm like, they're like, pick a college, any college. I'm like, I haven't even looked into colleges. And God is like, so do it now and I was like why I don't feel like I should I don't feel it on my heart I always ask God on my heart like God you know what my future consists of because I've always wanted to be able to tell the future I've always like wanted that and I'm like God what does my future consist of like what college am I gonna go to can you help me out so I can pick it right now or at least have it on a list or something close like I'm asking God because I kind of want to cheat a little bit and I've always asked God with my schoolwork. He helps me cheat. He, I ain't going to say he cheats. But like I said, he's helped do a lot of my schoolwork. But clearly for special circumstances. like. But all I know is I'm like, God, what school, what school? And God is like, he, he's looking down a little bit. And I'm like, like I'm, going to, I'm not going to college. Because I'm starting to get upset because I wanted to go to college. But at the same time, I'm like, eh. I ain't too upset about that. Like, honestly, like, I just don't feel it on my heart. Like, I feel other things so strongly. And God is like, I'm like, God, help me pick a school. Help me pick a school. He ignored me like five times. Then he was like, you know, just pick any school. And I'm like, I, don't, I really want your help. I really want your help. Why aren't you helping me? And God is like, you know. 
okay, I'll, I'll pick one for you. Like, almost like I'll pick one. And then he picked a Christian school. I said, a Christian school, school of theology. I said, God, I'm not going to Christian school. Why would I go to Christian school? And he's like, I'm like, to be a pastor? Like, I could never see it. Never. I'm artistic. I want to do art. And God is like, you know, it doesn't matter. You're not going to end up going anyways. That's what he said. And I was like, I'm still not picking it. And I just picked any school, any college that started with a P because my name starts with a P. And then I tried to set my heart on this school because my teachers were were pressuring me to do it. And God is like, listen, I'm not about to get your hopes up. He wouldn't let me. <laughs> like when everybody else is picking out flags, getting the flags and the T-shirts and all this stuff. God's not letting me get my hopes up. But one day, and I knew, this is how I knew God heard me when I was asking about this college. I said, God, what, what language should I learn? And I prayed and I asked him, I prayed about it because I knew, I felt it on my heart. I need to know a second language. It's, I, it's something I'm supposed to know. I, this, I felt, like I said, I feel led to different things, but I didn't feel led to a college that says a lot. I've never seen myself past 25. That says a lot. Some, somebody else might say, that doesn't really mean much. But I'm telling you, it means so much. And that's when God is like, Hebrew. He really said Hebrew. I said Hebrew. Not even trying to be funny. I thought only Jewish people speak Hebrew. I never had, I had never known any Jewish person besides this one guy who was in my um, music class. But, you know, we weren't, like, he's cool and everything. But, like, I didn't know him that well. I didn't know any Jewish people. That I found out my friend was Jewish. I made friends with my first friend I made with friends with in, in middle school. Well, at this middle school. Was Jewish. And knew Hebrew. But God said this way before I ever met her. So... I didn't know any Jewish people. It didn't make sense for me to know Hebrew. Nobody in my family would ever know Hebrew. I felt to myself. But God was so clear and loud. He said Hebrew. And I'm just like. He didn't say it like that. But he just said it loud. And I'm just like. Wow. I don't. I know God just said that. But I just can't imagine. You know. How that would ever play a part of my life. And God is like, you're going to know many languages. And he also said, it's okay. You don't have to learn it now. You're going to need to know it later, though. And wow. Because now I need to know Hebrew to read the Bible. And Christian school is on my list. Christian college, theology, school of theology is on my list. And I want to move to Israel. And God is leading me and telling me I'm Jewish, really. And all this other stuff. And it's all playing a part. It's all playing such a big part in my life. And he's been telling me this my whole life. So, I just know 
I just know when God is speaking, usually. 